morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to another episode on the Destroy the Stumps podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in guys, hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world, hope you're enjoying the podcast and enjoying the cricket in action from around the world. So uh, just going to be recapping the first test between Australia and Pakistan, the first of three test matches between these two nations. Um, so Australia... Yeah, Australia basically um, coming off a good run. They've won the World Test Championship. They're the current defending World Test champions. And also they are the ODI World Champions as well. Uh, They've had a superb year in cricket and uh, also defended the Ashes as well. Now they're playing their first test of the home summer. Pakistan uh, have played two test matches uh, in the World Test Championship cycle for 2023 to 2025. They beat Sri Lanka quite comprehensively. And, um, yes, yeah, so they're carrying some sort of momentum into this tour, but uh, they are missing the likes of Nassim Shah. Harris Ruff is injured. He won't be playing. Um, also, they are going to blood some new uh, players as well. And also, Bob Azam is not the captain anymore. Sean Massoud is captain. I don't know about that decision because Sean Massoud... He's, he's a nice guy, but seems like a nice person, but gee, um, he just keeps coming in and out of the team. He's never re- really had a solid run. It's either due to form or he just um, just doesn't get a solid run. I don't know why. I really don't know why they um, chose Sean Massoud. But yeah, then again, who would, who, who, would have they, who would they have chosen to be the test captain? I don't know who else was there. Maybe in Marmal Huck, uh, maybe, yeah, not too sure really. But it isn't a good situation to be in uh, for Pakistan. Uh, quite a few changes going on, but uh, yeah, let's see how they go um, in this tour. Also, they're touring a place where they haven't won a test match since 1995. They won uh, that test in 1995 at the SCG. Mushtaq Ahmed was superb, the leg spinner was brilliant. In that game, man, the match performance in that game, and yeah, that was the last time they won in Australia. Since that Test match, they've uh, they came in 1999, uh, 2000, lost 3-0, and then they came in 2004, 2005, and they lost 3-0 there. Then they came in 2009, they lost 3-0. Then they came in 2015, 16, or I think it was 2016, 17, and they lost 3-0 there. And then they came last time to Australia in 2019. They lost 2-0 there. And uh, so they've lost 14 matches in a row, test matches in a row. Uh, They really have a bad record. They've never won a test series. Um, They have a really bad record in Australia. They have never won a test series in Australia. The best is, I think it was in the 1970s or something, they drew a test series when Imran Khan was around. But that was it, really. Um... Yeah, the last time the bowler got a uh, ten-wicket haul in against, uh, sorry, a five-wicket haul against Australia was Danish Canaria back in 2010. Now I think that was in the Sydney Test, from what I remember, or the Hobart Test of that series. And um, yeah, they just—I don't know—they just really struggle in Australia. And there's there've been opportunities where they could have won the match, but they've just. Let themselves down either by poor fielding or just bad tactics or collapsing like a pack of cards, really, or just some really ordinary tactics at times by the pack, uh, by the team, so and by certain players as well, which have cost them victories uh, on previous tours to Australia. 
there was one match in particular that they had in 2010 in the SCG test. They were dominating the whole game. They were absolutely brilliant. And um, uh, Mike Hussey made 100, I think, in that game. And Kamran Akmal dropped him six times. Now, they missed it five or six times, and he missed a stumping, uh, I believe. I remember, I remember reading that in the newspaper because I was in India at the time studying. I was just like, what the hell is he doing? Pakistan should have won that game, and they ended up losing the game. Nathan Horace, I think, got a FIFA in that game as well. Um, Nathan Horace actually had a good summer, a uh, good series against Pakistan. But yeah, that Sydney test, um, they should have won that test, but unfortunately they didn't. Then there was the Hobart test in 1999. Uh, Adam Gilchrist and Justin Langer playing probably one of the best innings ever for Australia and uh, completing a memorable victory. As they, Australia were in serious trouble, and then they, uh, Pakistan were just backing the match, and unfortunately, they couldn't get Justin Lang out. Adam Gilchrist made his first hundred for Australia um, in his second test match, and yeah, Justin Lang up. He was out, but wasn't given out, and yeah, mate, uh, well, unfortunately, the misery piled on for Pakistan, and they lost that game. And then it ended up losing the series 3-0. And uh, those two test matches, they happened after they did really badly in the first tests of those series. Um, in 1999, they did terribly in the, set, in the first test at the Gabba. And in 2010, 2009-10, um, they did it. They played terribly in. Um, they played terribly in Melbourne. Absolutely terribly. Uh, so absolutely terrible in Melbourne. And then they. Um, Came back well, but unfortunately just couldn't quite get the job done. Also, 2015, they did... Um, so, 2016, I think it was. They... 17. They nearly chased down a 400-plus uh, target in the test match, but, yeah, the target was just too much in the end. Australia got the wickets at the right time, and they won the game just by a few... Uh, by a couple of runs. And after that, they just really weren't in the ter- in the series at all. They were really dismal. And unfortunately, the dismal run for Pakistan in Australia, it, it does continue. They lost this game, making it their 15th test match loss in a row in Australia. And um, yeah, that was dismal, really dismal. Good moments in the test match but for them, but not many. Um, they had two debutants in Krum Shazad and um, Amir Jamal. Uh, both of them were actually pretty good. I think they were probably two of the highlights for Pakistan in this test match. Um, you know, what was a really disappointing test match for them. Yeah, both the debutants, I, I could see they were trying their best. Shane Shafridi, their main bowler, was really disappointing with the ball. Uh, only picked up one wicket and he was a bit expensive as well. And Fai Mashraf wasn't even, uh, wasn't effective at all. Uh, Waka Yunus, former Pakistani captain and uh, one of the greats of the game, said that yeah, they might if they are making a change to the team in the next game, they might bring in a spinner, a genuine spinner, and um, replace Fahim Ashraf, who really didn't have much of an impact, unfortunately, um, with the ball and not really much with the bat either. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, that they just they'll. they'll yeah, it just continues. The sorry story for Pakistan in Australia just really continues. Um, so Australia posted uh, batted first. They won the toss, selected a bat first. No debutants for either team as well. This match was played at the Perth Stadium, also known as the Optus Stadium in Perth. Uh, 
Perth is famous. Uh, the old Waco is famous for like its pace and bounce uh, on the pitch. And Optus Stadium, also known as Perth Stadium, does have a bit of bounce. Um, and the ball really travels quickly to the keeper on this pitch. So there's a bit of pace and bounce on this pitch as well. Um, Yeah, so Australia value first. Uh, David Warner. Clearly the star of the show for the Aussies. Um, superb 100. Under pressure heading into this game. This is good. This, is, this series will be his last series uh, in test cricket for Australia. He'll be retiring after the Sydney test, which will be the third test at home uh, to his fam- in front of his family and friends in Sydney, in front of his home crowd. Um, 164 of 211 balls, 16 fours, four sixes, strike out of 77.72. They dropped him as well, Pakistan. They dropped him a few times, then he made them pay. He has a superb record against Pakistan, and it just continued here today. So David Warner, superb 100, 26th Test match 100 for him. He was... Twenty-sixth Test match fifty to go along with thirty-six. Uh, so twenty-six Test match hundreds to go along with thirty-six fifties. Absolutely superb. From David Warner. Also, he's gone past Matthew Hayden and Michael Clark for the most runs for Australia uh, in Test cricket history. So well done to him. Michael Clark was his first captain as well. So uh, good stuff from him. And also, yeah, it. It was absolutely amazing in this game. Uh, a couple of starts, a few of the batsmen, but no one really carrying on. However, Mitchell Marsh, he's having a superb year. 90 off 107 balls, 15 fours, 1 6, strike rate of 84.11. Uh, superb half century for him. That's his fifth test match half century. He deserved the century, but he got bowled um, by Krum Shazad, the debutant. Well, he just came down to crease a little, uh, crease a little bit. Just shuffled a little bit. Tried to play a drive, and just a bit of a lazy shot, and the ball went right th- uh, through him and bowled him. It's a good delivery. He goes for a big drive, and there was just a gap between bat and pad, and the middle stump was knocked back. It was a beautiful delivery from. Beautiful delivery from Kurum Shazad to get rid of uh, Mitchell Marsh. Unfortunately, didn't get that 100 he deserved, but he did play well. 90 of 107 balls, 15 fours, 1 6, stroke rate of 84.11. was outstanding. Uh, no dark fanny of the Aussie batsmen as they did finish on 487 all out in 113.2 overs, going at a run rate of 4.29 runs and over. Pakistan were horrible with their extras, conceding 41 extras. Um, one by 17 leg buys, nine no balls, and 14 wires. Boy, boy, that's a lot. That's a lot of waste there. Sorry, what? Oh yeah, boy, that was a terrible. That's terrible. Uh, there's extras, really terrible. And uh, their fielding was dismal as well, just really bad in the field. Kind of characteristic of Pakistan for the most part. Their fielding is notoriously pretty bad. Um, they do drop some sitters, and they uh, also they're pretty bad in the field on most occasions, uh, making misfields as well and dropping catches. Yeah, and. 
and uh, quite a few misfields as well. Didn't really help their cause. Uh, for Pakistan with the ball, Ahmed Jamal was a good on day, was really good on debut. Bowled his heart out. Was a little bit expensive, but picked up six wickets. And the, the um, joins a select few uh, group of fast bowlers for Pakistan to have picked up six wickets on debut. And uh, who was superb? Six for hundred eleven off twenty two, uh, twenty point two overs. One maiden over, economy rate of 5.45 runs and over. Two wickets for Kurum Shazad as well. Two for 83 off 77 balls. Uh, so, two for, what the hell? Two for 83 off 22 overs. Uh, five maiden overs, economy rate of 3.77 runs and over. By the way, uh, Ahmed Jamal bowled five wides and three no balls. And then uh, Kurum Shazad on debut, yeah, pretty good. 3.77 combi rate. No wides, just three no balls bowled by him. Ahmed Jamal bowled five wides and three no balls. And a wicket apiece for Shane Shafridi and Fahim Ashraf. Now, in reply... Abdullah Shafiq uh, got off to a start. Imam will hug bad in time, but then after that, Pakistan just really collapsed on the third uh, on the third day of the match to be bowled out for uh, 271 in 101.5 overs. Run rate of um, so 271 at, uh, after 101.5 overs. They were at a rate of uh, 7.2 runs and over. So, yeah, Pakistan unfortunately just really collapsing, and they'll bowl out for 271 in 101.5 overs, going at a run rate of 2.66 runs and over. 27 extras considered by uh, Australia, 8 buys, 7 leg buys, and 12 wides. Uh, for Australia, two wickets apiece for Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins, have a look at his figures. Two for 35 of 10, uh, 20 overs, seven made nervous. Economy rate of 1.75 runs and over. Ball two wides, uh, didn't ball on over ball. And, um, and uh, the pick of the bowlers, the veteran Nathan Lyon, back in the test team after an injury layoff uh, from the Ashes. Uh, three for 66 off 24 overs, one main over, economy rate of 3.77 runs and over. Travis said bowled one, uh, got one wicket, so did. Yeah. So, Travis Ed getting a wicket, Mitchell Marsh getting a wicket, Josh Hazelwood getting a wicket, and Stark getting two wickets, as well as Pat Cummins, and three wickets for uh, Nathan Lyon, who has been absolutely superb for Australia over the years. And with that one, he finishes on 400, and he finishes, oh, sorry, he finished his first innings on 499 wickets. He was just one wicket away from the milestone of 500 Test match wickets, and he'd become if he got that milestone in the second innings, he had become the third Australian after Shane Warne, the, the late great Shane Warne, and uh, Glenn McGrath to get 500 Test match wickets or more for Australia. And also, um, he'll join a list of a few spinners. Only him, Rangana, so 
Anil Kumble, Mutama and Lidaran, and um, Shane Warne have picked up more than 500 wickets uh, as a spinner in Test cricket. Also, just with regards to that as well, um, so that's the the whole group of fast bo- uh, bowlers, fast bowlers and spinners include medium pace, fast medium, whatever. Um, so. So uh, you've got Murley on top, you've got Shane Orn there, and you've got um, James Anderson, Anil Kornblay, Anil Kornblay, Stuart Broad, uh, Glenn McGrath, and, sorry, I'll say that again, Shane Warne, um sorry, Murley, Shane Warne, James Anderson, Anil Kumble, Glenn McGrath, Stuart Broad, and Courtney Walsh as well. Courtney Walsh and now Nathan Lyons. So very few bowlers have picked up uh, more than 500 test wickets. So well done to Nathan Lyon. What a career he's had. Um, the thing with Nathan Lyon is that he started off as an off-spinner. He was actually, uh, I think he was a groundsman at the Adelaide Oval. Then he just started bowling some... Well, I mean, he, then he took it a bit more seriously... And then bold spin, and uh, have a look now. Made his debut in 2011 in uh, Sri Lanka against Sri Lanka. Got two or three wick. I think he got two wickets in his first over. He got a wicket with his first ball. Got rid of uh, Kumar Sangakara. Uh, that's a good first wicket to get. I think he was the first Australian bowler to get uh, a wicket with his first ball, or one of a few select Australian bowlers to pick up a wicket with his first ball in Test cricket. And uh, then it's been, he's just been patchy. His career was a bit patchy. He had some good moments, had some really bad moments. Had a lot of struggles as well. Um, hardly got dropped from the team, though. Selectors still backed him. He played 100 consecutive test matches. So he played 100 test matches as well, just recently in the Ashes. Brought up 100 test matches. And... Um, yeah, that was a match he got injured in. And also, yeah, with time, he got better. I think really after 2014, uh, that India series again, uh, that series against India, he really came into his own and just got better and better with time. Uh, had an excellent series against Bangladesh in 2017. Then he had a, um, he was excellent against New Zealand in 2020. Uh, so 2019, 2020. He's been consistent since then. He's been brilliant in India. Australia's most successful spinner in India. And also, he uh, he has a lot of accolades to his name, and um, and he's done well in the Ashes. He's done well in England at times as well. Uh, so yeah, what a player! Uh, what a player he's been for Australia. Absolutely superb. Deserves all the accolades he can get. Uh, Nathan Lyon. Um, also, just with regards to that, so um, Australia Australia then batted. They had a lead, uh, they had a really substantial lead of um, 217 runs. No, not 217, sorry. Yeah, 217 runs. A really substantial lead uh, there. Then, uh, uh, Then they did struggle early on. They were in a bit of trouble. Uh, in that second innings, uh, losing David Warner in the second over for a duck, 
Uh, he was out for a five-ball duck. And then uh, Manus Lubbershade, who has been struggling a bit. Has only made 100 this year. He's struggled a bit of late. Um, he was gone cheaply as well. If he doesn't perform in the next two test matches, there might be pressure on him to retain his spot. It could be potential that he could struggle to retain his spot in the team. And then Steve Smith got off to a start, but he couldn't carry on. Travis Head got off to a start and didn't carry on. But uh, Mitchell Marsh brought up another half century for the match. A wicket, 90 in the first innings, and another half century. Uh, so a good all-round game from Mitchell Marsh in this uh, in this match as well. Just seeing if he took a catch or anything like that. Yeah, lovely half century for Mitchell Marsh. His sixth test match half century. Um, 63 not out of 68 balls. 7 fours, 2 sixes. Strike out of 92.64. Pakistan considered 19 extras. Uh, 11 leg buys and 7 no balls and 1, one wide. As they declared on 233 for 5 of 63.2 overs. Going at a run rate of 3.67 runs and over. Uh, Usman Khawaja was really good with the ball. Uh, with the ball. With the bats, um, batted time, and uh, really did, did his thing. Uh, really batted time and put pressure on the Pakistani bowlers. Um, also, Osman Khawaja, that's now his 25th Test match 50. He's got 1500s to his name as well. So, really good stuff from Osman Khawaja. Uh, Imam Haq, by the way. Yeah, 27 years old, uh, brought up his 1,500 test match run in this, year, in this uh, test match. And also he got his uh, ninth test match 50 to go along with 300. So really good stuff from uh, Imam. Yeah, so really good stuff from uh, Imam a good half century from him. Sorry, uh, but yeah. Uh, also, Ahmed Jamal getting his first five wicket haul. And uh, yep, Australia just, just really piling on the misery. And they set Pakistan a target of 450 to win. I think they had a lot at 300, but 400 was just about out of the equation. Declaring at 233 for five of 63.2 overs, going on a run rate of 3.67 runs and over. 19 extras considered by Pakistan in the sittings. 11 leg by 7 wides, and uh, 1 wide. Uh, in reply, Pakistan, a wicket apiece for Shahin Shafredi and, Sh and Ahmed Jamal. Pick up the bowlers, though, was Kurum Shahzad, the debutant. The other debutant was really impressive. 3 for 4, 45. 3 for 45, and uh, of 16 overs. Uh, 4 maiden overs bowled by Kurum Shahzad. At an economy rate of 2.81 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide, but bowled four no balls. So, yeah, that was a bit of a disappointment bowling the no balls. But other than that, he was excellent. Um, in report, I'm just looking at... Um, that. So, in reply, Pakistan at the chase, 450. That were never in the chase. Ahmed Jamal ball uh, for a four-ball duck by Nathan Lyon. And... Um, Kurum Shazad was the last batsman to be dismissed. He was caught. Um, he, he was caught by David Warner in the slips. He just flirted a wide one, and uh, he got the edge. 
the extra pace and bounce from Josh Hazelwood, draw an edge, drew an edge, and Warner caught in the slip, but didn't make a mistake. Australia completed a 360-run win over Pakistan, an absolute thrashing there. Uh, top scorer for Pakistan in the second innings was Sal Shaquille, 24 of 51 balls, 4 fours, no sixes, strike rate of 47.05. Next highest was um, Bab Azam, 14 of 37 balls, 2 fours, no sixes, strike rate of 37.83. Mumble Huck was the only other batsman to reach double figures, 10 of 20 balls, no fours, no sixes, strike rate of 50. And um, yeah, then the other highest scorer after that was Argo Salman, 5 of 11 balls, no fours, no sixes, strike out of 54 point, so 45.45. And yeah, very disappointing performance. Australia considered 20 extras, 10 buys and 10 uh, leg buys. So if they didn't consider the buys that many extras, Pakistan would have been out for a lot less as well. But still a dominant, absolute brutal thrashing by the Aussies. In this game, uh, Pakistan bowled up for 89 in 30.2 overs, uh, going at a run rate of 2.93 runs and over. Uh, Mitchell Stark picking up three wickets was outstanding, three for 31 off nine overs, two maiden overs, economy rate of uh, 3.44 runs and over. Bowl, didn't bowl a wide, didn't bowl no ball, but he was outstanding. And then uh, pick of the bowlers for the Aussies was Josh Hazelwood, uh, three for 13 off 7.2 overs, two maiden overs, economy rate of 1.77 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. Pat Cummins, 1 for 11 off 6 overs. 1 made an over. Economy rate of 1.83 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. Nathan Lyon, 2 for 14 off 8 overs. 2 made an overs. Economy rate of 1.75 runs and over. And didn't bowl a wide or a no ball. His uh, wicket that was reviewed, the 500, uh, 500th Test Match wicket, which was reviewed, um, that was the wicket of Fahim Ashraf. He trapped the LBW and they uh, reviewed it. Just saying, yeah, Fahim Ashraf. Yeah, they took a review, a late review. Uh, wasn't given out, and then the decision was being reversed. And that's that. 500 wickets for him. Absolutely superb from Nathan Lyon. And then he got a wicket after that of Ahmed Jamal to get 500, to move to 501 wickets. And man of the match, Mitchell Marsh for his all-round performance. Uh, two half-centuries in the match, and also including one that was not out and also got a wicket in the first innings. A uh, He got the big wicket of Bob Azam as well early in, um, early on day three. Uh, so it was just a shorter delivery from him that got rid of Bob Azam in the first inning. Shorter delivery that was nibbling away. Bob Azam committed too early and he just... Um, Alex Curry took a nice catch to his right without making a mistake. And... Um, yeah, the ball just kissed the outside, uh, just touched, uh, uh, touched the outside edge. So he just, um, the ball, he got an outside edge, and then that was that. I uh, could have left it, but he just chased it, and that was that. He was out. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, man of the match, try to take a 1 0 lead. Next match is the Boxing Day Test match next week in Melbourne. The annual, um, always a Boxing Day and a New Year's Test. Boxing Day Test is in Melbourne, New Year's Test is in Sydney each year so that's going to be an interesting one let's see what happens there anyways guys that's a wrap thank you very much for your time and until next time it is bye for now and we're out of here